appreciate you hitting the button. Welcome to the How to Hustle podcast with Hype. This is episode 35. You follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Hype. That's H Y M P E. It's Hype. It's not hype. I'm not geeked up. Start off with special guests before I jump into the long ass read. Uh, special guests in the building today. Shouts out to the ladies. Introduce yourself to the audience again. What's up, everybody? We are Tough Talk Toronto, and I am Deneen. I'm Katrina. And I'm Brittany. Shouts out to the ladies of Tough Talk Toronto, another international hype situation. Uh, ladies, before we start, thank y'all for coming on for your second appearance, but I wanted to let y'all know this on air. I want to tell y'all this off mic. Y'all were the most downloaded episode that I've had so far was with the ladies of Tough Talk Toronto. Ooh, nice. Obviously. What you mean? Shout out to y'all. I'm saying for bringing the audience with you. That's what I like to see. When we getting back to this, those Friday night lives, though, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm, I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to work it out. Um, we're, we're, I'm hoping we could start again soon, probably October. We started up. You know, into the winter is the best time because people are just cooped up, you know, and looking for yeah. something to do. And y'all winners be real up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. let me go through the rundown before we hit the, uh, before we hit the main topic of the day. Now uh tuesdays is the gft radio network find me at two o'clock on the gft radio network wednesdays is 9 a.m and 9 p.m eastern standard time on the kickback app then we go thursdays wtnufilly.com 12 30 uh fridays the i say podcast radio network 10 a.m then we go to the thc radio network that is saturdays at 10 a.m also i got two businesses that i just started i need y'all to hit the follow button and I need y'all to call me for jerseys and jobs. H2H Cleaning is my cleaning business. Follow that at H2H Cleaning. And we got Custom Hustle Jerseys. Custom Hustle Jerseys on Instagram. Neither one of these are on Twitter. They're just both on Instagram. But uh, if you hit my bio on How to Hustle Podcast at I Am Hype, you will find both businesses there. All right, ladies. Here we go. Start off the episode. Uh, what do you hear when you hear submission? Sex. Okay, I don't mean to be like a perv or anything, but <laughs> what you are, um, I am grown here. We all have sex. It <laughs> is what it is. But um, yeah, I think of sex and I think of uh, what's that movie? Fifty Shades 50 of Grey. That's what yeah. I think of too. Fifty so Shades of Grey, but that was lame though. That was hella lame. Um, yeah, but... it was soft, soft, soft porn. Wow, but, I thought it was kind of freaky. So you're into something. Wow, that's that's not Denise. Tell me a lot about myself, huh? Thought you knew her. <laughs> Her bedroom is lit. <laughs> Yo, after that movie, I swear my girlfriend and I we went to the sex store. We're like, let's try it. Let's just get some stuff for our relationship. But you know, things are kind of oh, expensive. Don't be, oh, whoa, whoa, we're not burying the lead. What did you buy? Um, okay. you know, I got me some like you know little rope, you know. Oh, a little, you know, little. Was that for him or for her? Excuse. For, was it for you? Is it for you? Or was it for him? It, it could be for the both of us. Oh, excuse okay. me. But you know, um, you don't want to get too tied up. Relax, but me, me, me. Go ahead, the name. What you say? No, I'm saying I'm. I would think it was. It would be for the girl, but I'm pretty sure some guys out there trying to get slapped up too. Guys act like they're so, um. I guess manly on the outside, but they're doing some real, some real shit when it comes oh, to yeah, the these bedroom. Niggas, like, these niggas are some closet freaks, though. Yeah. yeah, they tell you one thing and then they get with their chick, and it'd be a whole nother situation. 
Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. What do you, so, right, go, go ahead, what do you hear when you hear this? Yeah, so submissive, I do agree with Katrina. I do, I do automatically just kind of go to sex as well. And I feel like, you know, are you submissive in bed and things like that? That's what I think of. But at the same time, I think of submissive as in just relationships as well. And, um, are you submissive to your man or if submissive to your feet, your, your woman or whatever the relationship dynamic is. Right. But that's what I think of as well. And submissive being, do are you, are you willing to let this person take full control or not full control, but majority of the control and putting your faith in them and letting, and letting them lead you. That's what I think of. Brittany. Um, I didn't think about sex at all. Lie. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. No, I did it. When I we think see who's not the freak out of the squad. <laughs> <laughs> when I think about submissive, I honestly think of trust because I feel like if because I think about the relationship of submissive. And I think if in like order for me answer. to be submissive to you, I have to trust you to make the right decision. If I don't trust you, I would not be submissive to you. So I wouldn't. That's that's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, and that's a different aspect of it too. I never thought of lie. (laughs) No, for real, I swear, I swear. I didn't even think about like sex or like the change of gray or anything. Like uh, that movie is trash. The movie is very trash. But but yo, don't you guys feel like there are levels to this submission to being submissive? Like, I'm pretty sure some people will get out of hand and think like, do this for me, like you're my slave type of thing, and go to the extreme. Yeah, right. that that is. I don't feel like that's being dominant and having it submissive. I think that's just being controlling, and that's mm. completely different. So you're crossing because the line, I, then, right? I would be some. Yeah, like I would be submissive. Like I said, if I trust you, because I trust that you're gonna make the right. You're gonna take how I feel into consideration and make the best decision for us. If if it goes into the point where I say we're doing this and I don't want to hear nothing about it, that's controlling and that's not being submissive mm. or being a dominant. So it should be okay, reciprocated yeah. too, though. There is a thin line between uh, submission and uh, just controlling. Right, and being pushed over. Yeah. Uh, The reason why I ask this question, and when I hear submissiveness, I just hear, like you said, being the one that takes the back seat. Uh, Understanding that, I didn't think about sex either. I didn't see Fifty Shades of Grey bondage and all that type situation. (laughs) Uh, This is a no-rope zone over here. (laughs) Don't knock it till you try it. Mm-hmm. I, ain't it, I ain't knocking it you know that's your thing you know you know y'all have y'all fun y'all do you make a memory um, <laughs> or memories when i uh oh excuse me copy that <laughs> when i hear that like uh people always like hear submissiveness and think like it's like a bad word it's like a bad thing to ask of your mate and that goes both ways because like if you're a guy in a relationship if you're married or in a committed relationship with anybody like you should want to submit to this person. Like, what the hell did you get with this person if you're not willing to put your trust in this person mm-hmm. and sometimes allow them to lead this situation? Even if you're a person like me, who's like the dominant personality and it's like, I am i can't be the one who's submitting. Like, at some points in some situations, you have to submit to your woman to allow her to feel like a woman, like she can take care of her man. And majority yeah. of those situations are usually, though, the man wanting his woman to submit to him, but you also have to have something for her to submit to. 
You can't just okay, bring exactly. You can't just bring dick to the table and say you should submit to me, like, and you're not bringing anything else of a man quality. But okay, opinion. so what I want to do, I, I want to add to that. So I feel that a lot of times too, there's always arguments between male and females, or you just have guys saying, you know, a lot of females don't want to submit, and da 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 da, and you'll hear all this this um, controversy behind the word submit, right? But the issue is, mm-hmm. you said the key point. A lot of guys don't have anything for us to be like any traits or any character traits at all, or just anything in general that would want a a strong black female or female in general to submit to, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys feel that, okay, I'm the guy, you're you're the girl. You're supposed to be submissive. You're not supposed to have that strong personality or or wanting to lead or make lead decisions. You're supposed to let me, allow me to do that stuff. But a lot of guys need to know, we're not going to be willing to do that unless you're you're proven to know how to lead or we trust you enough, like Brittany said, or we see that you have the attributes of being that leader, right? For us to submit. Exactly. We're not going to submit to Tom, Dick, and Harry, every guy you ever talk to because he's the dude, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Imagine trying to submit to somebody who, imagine you have a group of guys and you're dating a, you're dating a dude who wants you to be submissive to him and then he gets punks punked by his dudes all the time like how am i supposed to submit to you when you can't even like stand and then up for he's yourself? just aggressive as shit with you just because he know he can yeah. get over in the situation yeah nah, right. not, but yeah. i also think that submissiveness is not just stagnant like one way like it's always the man or always like one person submitting like like you said like it could be um like sometimes you be the dominant person, but sometimes you know you don't know certain things, and your your girl might know certain things that you don't. So you would have to submit to her and her knowledge and her and what everything that she knows to for her to make the right decision for certain things. I don't feel like it's always just one person will always be the dominant person in a relationship, and one will always be the submissive person. I mean, you can't really I feel get like it can like, it can change depending on the situation. What's the point of you getting with somebody if you can't like put your trust into them? Like, you just wanted to have somebody to say you had somebody type thing, I guess, then? If, like, you feel like you can't trust this person fully, then you don't need to be with them. Like, uh, y'all just talking about this on y'all last episode. Uh, I know these is time sensitive, but uh, y'all were talking about leaving a guy if he cheats on you or mm-hmm. paying, like, it was about paying the, uh, the child support or oh, yeah, the rent. apartment type of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. but somebody said this was either... You you figure you figure I'm a I'm gonna stay with you and deal with this, or I'm not. But you can't be half and half. You can't be I'm a still be with you, but I'm gonna keep bringing it up every other day because I'm mad. Like well, what you doing that for? You know, mm-hmm. in a situation where you're gonna ever submit to this person, he's not gonna ever submit to you, and y'all just gonna have like a toxic situation where y'all just go back and forth about the same situation y'all couldn't get over. But um, to take it to where you was going. This would be the problem that I'll be having with the 50-50 guys. If you're a 50-50 guy, you can't tell her that you require her to have half of the rent, gas, electric, uh, cable, car notes, and all of that. Yet, I still need you to submit to me. What is it exactly she's submitting to? Like, why is it mm. that she is submitting to you? You're not, we'll requ- you're not bringing... <laughs> what you say? I said, we'll submit to half of you. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're <laughs> but not... But I'm dominant to the other half. So we equal you're not at this bringing... point. You're not bringing the, uh, how can I say this? You're not bringing the shit that's required for me to submit to you. Like, you're not coming in with the, like, 
I got this and I just need you to handle this type of situation because that's where I'm at with it. It's like, look, I don't ever want to have to handle housework or trying to deal with the kids shit as far <laughs> as like running around chasing them. Like daddy comes in is look, sit down. We can sit here together. We can play the game. We can play and do whatever the fuck you want to do, but we are not doing all this loud shit. <laughs> uh, Katrina, so, get back in there. Question though, question though, like when you, so then 50-50 and dominant submissive. So do you consider a, self, a person who has, like a relationship where there's one person that's dominant, one person that's submissive in the correct way, not the pushover way, but like in the trust way, trust you to make the right decisions and whatever. Do you feel like they're not 50-50? You feel like they're not all, equal? So you feel like- All relationships should be 50-50. Our jobs are just not the same. Like the relationship, the work for our relationship to work and prosper and all of that has to be a 50-50 job. Like you got to do your share, I got to do my share. If I'm doing all the work and you just sitting here looking at me, then that's not- a sturdy situation if it's the vice versa where you're doing all the work and he's just sitting there then your situation is on a shaky foundation when you start to have things that you can't get from your partner then you start to look at somebody else then you start to go damn she is cute and responding to a couple of these dms like from a girl was like you could imagine what the hell y'all dms look like you could be invited to any and everything you better open them joints up girl you're a girl okay <laughs> if you feel like you are getting what you need at home you start liking a post or two and niggas will run with it mm-hmm. but go ahead katrina you've been quiet let's get you back in there because you started i wanted to i was gonna say you'll bring in mrs hype i hope i hope that you're uh whatever you're saying is equal uh, it's like i actually seen in your relationship right now you're not just saying what you're whatever you're saying for the podcast that's what i'm trying to Oops, she said show and prove. Show, I went up some evidence, man. Yeah, come on. You know, I ain't that type of nigga at all. I ain't telling you something, telling you something that ain't legit. <laughs> but um um jokes aside, she wanna but... actually get on, she actually do want to get on the podcast. I don't really know if I got no topics for her to do. Like we'll figure something out at some point. So make sure that she, that we're involved too, because I would love to ask her some questions. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> see Look at his do. face. Let's see what we can do. But um, it's so funny that society has it where when a man wants to do everything for his woman, they see it as a, what's the word? A, a simp. A simp? Yeah. And I feel like that that title is just so stupid to me because I feel like a man that wants to do everything for their woman is what should be seen in a relationship. I mean, not like, you know, when you see those couples walking down the street, I'm pretty sure Danine and Brittany have seen it downtown Toronto while um, crawling on their fours and being pulled by a leash. Have you not seen that? What? You haven't seen that? That went to a different direction, Katrina. I was expecting. She like... is back on the dominatrix ah, situation. I wasn't no, but I'm just saying, that like, not. I've seen it, but I wasn't expecting that. No, nah, but I'm just saying, topic. like, I guess she's now, trying like, to say, like, not that, like, submissive as in doing anything for um his girlfriend or whatever the case, as in crawling on his, like, hands and knees because she's saying to. That's what she's probably Thank you, Deneen. Thank you. Okay. But no that's what I'm saying. That's the extreme situation. But yeah. I think a man should be wanting to do everything and anything for their woman and not be called a simp. And if it's the I mean, right woman, like she will do understand. any everything for him because of that. Copy. Uh, that's where I was going. You got to understand in any situation, there's always going to be somebody who is going to look to bring your situation down. They're going to demean it, whether it's you do everything your girl say, you do everything your man say, 
uh, why y'all do it like this? Why y'all do it like that? There's going to always be somebody to say that. I mean, you just, I don't give a fuck what nobody else thinks. I got two daughters and my daughters, I hope won't grow up to be in a 50, 50 situation. Cause that's not what they saw. That's not what they get. Mm-hmm. They understand that this is the way that a man is supposed to treat you. This is how a man is supposed to talk to you. This is how a man is supposed to make you feel like these are all of the things that I show my daughters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because like if my situation was the way that I wanted to be, my wife wouldn't pay any of the bills because I don't want her money. Like mm-hmm. me and my wife have been talking for 15 years or so. And let's say she's picked up the check 10, 20 times. Every time she picks up the check, it's like, why are you doing this? It's like, yeah, I know you under, you work too and you got your own pride and your own ego and you want to feel like you can take care of your spouse and you can handle the situation. But it's like, mm, that ain't what I want. That ain't what I need. Like, that's not what I require. Like I said, I require, I need you to be able to handle all the household shit. I will provide you with all the whatever it is that you need and all that you require to have to be able to do this shit. But I don't want to have to be able to go there. But I also won't be telling you like, you know, you know, the lights is this or it's that. Like, I'll find a way to figure it out. If I ever have to come to her, which not saying it's a situation where I can't come to her because like, you know, things happen and sometimes, you know, the money just don't add up. And all right, it would have took me though every situation that I could possibly exhaust before I go to her and say, look, I need whatever to take care of this. But if she comes to me with whatever, that's my woman, that's my wife. Like she's out here wearing my name. So why would I let her be in a situation where she can't have her own her shit? Okay, so hi. Question for you though, did you? So you said you grew up, you had your mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you seen? Did you see that as a kid growing up? You seen your dad taking care of everything, and your mom was just the household doing the household stuff? Or was absolutely. It just- my okay. mom and my dad so- were together for like forty years until okay. my dad passed. Okay. R.I.P. to the dad. R.I.P. But um, okay, so that's what I'm saying. So what happens is that stuff is instilled in you, right? So it just goes to show you, like you said, you brought up your daughters and you said they're not going to be in no 50-50 thing because of how they seen their parents grow up, right? You would um, hope not, but you know, some people gravitate yeah. towards what they didn't have, but go ahead. Don't that's, that's true. That's true. But at the same time, if if nothing was wrong with what they grew up seeing, I'm pretty sure they might subconsciously sway towards that direction right because really and truly they're gonna regardless if they sway to it and um to the opposite and they're like you know what i never seen this going up but i'm gonna try it out or whatever whatever eventually they're gonna be like wait a minute why am i spending my money and doing this my my mom never had to do that you know what i'm saying or there's men out there that will pay these things and will help me out and i don't have to do 50 50 because my mom never did that they've seen that growing up you know what i'm saying so that mm-hmm. stuff's instilled in them. But that's why, um, you know, our our last episode too, Katrina and um, Britt, and we we're talking about it before we jumped on, but the generational curses and stuff like that, we're seeing a lot of things happen. Or, okay, for example, a lot of females are maybe not submissive because they didn't grow up seeing their mom submissive. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They grew up seeing their mom have to do everything on her own. And she's a strong, independent woman. So she's like, you know what? They're like, you know what? I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna fall for nonsense. I'm not gonna be just submitting to any guy that's to prove or go above and beyond and show me this and show me that before I could ever think about being submissive. Right? That's why it's so important to find like your partner whenever you find your partner that you guys have the same values and you guys have the same, you know, 
walkway a path in life because you're both you trying really to strive for the same shit yeah right like if you have a i mean i and maybe i'm wrong but if you have a man if you're or a woman and they did not go through the same things you went through you're going to be bumping heads and you're probably not going to last long mm-hmm. you know what i never really thought about that but if i'm thinking about it like this you now say you come from a, okay a household where you see uh let's say for, a, for example a guy he has his both parents and whatnot grew up loving family that's all he's seen and that's what he's looking for in life right and he doesn't have really a lot of trust issues and different things because he knows that um when it comes to relationships it could last because he's seen his parents last for many many years right then he might have a female he meets and that's a complete opposite for her right so now for her her dad left, you know what I'm saying? Left the mom, left the kids, whatever, whatever. Um, haven't seen the dad in years or whatnot. She's gonna automatically, without even probably knowing, she's automatically gonna have that that issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's like, Daddy she's issues, like, I say it, right? No guy's gonna yeah. stay. I can't trust no guy. My dad didn't even stay. My dad didn't even do this. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's what I'm those type of situations breed the type of person who would be like a subconscious thing where it's like if I wasn't good enough for my dad to ever stick around and love me because this is mm-hmm. the first guy this is the guy who introduces you to how you should be treated and yeah. like this is the guy like one of y'all was just saying like I, on that same episode like I didn't care if I didn't have my mom and my dad it's a thing mm-hmm. that you don't even recognize that is happening while it's happening though mm-hmm. if you don't have it because you don't know what you're missing <laughs> You don't know mm-hmm. that this is down hole in your game for the rest of your life. And this is a question yeah. that you can't answer. And Bye. this is why like people will be like, now I still do want to meet my dad 25 years later. Cause it's like, I need to, I'm trying to answer all of these questions and I'll never be able to answer right. is because you get the feeling of, am I ever going to be good enough? Is there ever going to be anything special about me that makes somebody submit to me or make somebody want to be with me or stick with me? Or like, why do I always get cheated on? It's because you always pick the wrong type of guy. Like, yeah. They say that they pick, you pick your dad, right? You usually marry the person, your dad, is what I've heard in the past. If you, again, because that's like, uh, it's like I said, it's like, it's like the example that you get. Like, that's what you think is, that's what's normalized to you because that's what's there every day. So that's what's in front of you. Uh, now, like you were saying too, two of y'all said this, and I'm at to touch this at first, uh-huh. about the strong, the strong woman. The strong woman is not going to be submissive at all, which is why I can never do, and I'm not saying anything about my wife being a weak woman at all or anything like yeah. that, but the woman who is like, I got it, I'll do it, I don't need a nigga for nothing, I can never deal with her uh-huh. because we can't both drive the car. Like <laughs> somebody has to sit in the passenger seat. We can't compete yeah. on who's paying what and who's doing what. Like, and but, you got some dudes who are completely fine with letting their woman take the charge, and you know, uh-huh. she got it, and I'ma just be at home, you know, taking care of the household while she go get the bag. And if that's you, hey, that's what's up. But <laughs> that's not me at all. I could never be in that type of situation. Like, and I could never be with that type of woman because, like I said, we gonna always butt heads because it's uh-huh. like if we both bring the same exact thing to the table, then we have an unbalanced situation here. We got but a whole other okay. side that we're not able to attack because we both are single-minded on this side of the shit. It all depends, though, on the patience, too. If you don't have the patience to uh, stay through that, if you really like someone, I would assume that you would stay through it and and let them slowly put their guard down, depending on how much patience you have. Because if that's all someone knows is to be strong and say, I'm going to do it myself, not really take help from nobody, 
that's a lifetime of them saying, no, I'll do it on my own. Or they could have had a lifetime of people saying, no, I'm not helping you. I'm not doing this. So they built, they got to that point where it's like, no one could help me. I will do it myself. Right. Mm -hmm. As soon as you meet someone, you can't just drop that all your guards down and be like, yes, I'm submissive. It's going to take time. If that's all, you know, it's going to take time. I absolutely uh, agree with what you just said as far as patience. Patience is a very big key word that we should have mentioned a long time ago into this episode. Because uh, you have to have patience in this situation. You have to have patience to be in a relationship, to be able to deal with somebody who came from a completely different situation that you came from. Mm-hmm. However, you have to recognize, though, when you are that male or female who my life has always been about, I have to get this done. Because like, let's say you had a child young. And now you had to adjust your whole situation to having this baby and having another person to rely on you. You have to recognize, though, in your situation when it changes. And now I have somebody here to help me. This person Mm -hmm. is not here to fight against you. They're here to fight with you. And if you come up with your uh, bulletproof vest on every day and (laughs) I got this, I can do this and I can do that. Then What the fuck am I here for? Like, if you don't make that person, if you don't value that person and you don't put that uh that feeling of need desire and want into that other person and you just i got it i did it i did it i did it and it's me 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 then what the fuck am i here for what is the Uh point of us being together you have to recognize when you get that situation that okay he ain't that situation she ain't that situation this is the person that i need to calm the fuck down shut the fuck up and listen i need to submit to this person Uh even quiet up there no i was just listening i was like that's me because i i'm the type of person that i've like i'm not like struggling all my life I had to fight no but like I always just every time I needed something I was unable to depend on anybody so I just be like okay I'll just do it myself or I would never ask for help I would never ask for help and like now that I'm in I'm engaged it's kind of like okay you can ask your fiance for help if something was going wrong or something's going down you can, you can put that guard down and be you know vulnerable be like you know what I'm actually kind of struggling right now can you help me Mm. and that that's that's something that I'm working on right now well okay so Brittany said this vulnerability that is key okay vulnerability mm-hmm. is key a lot of people don't want to show that they're vulnerable they don't want to mm-hmm. ask for help they they don't want to see um they, they're scared of how people perceive them right too much because, pride yeah a lot of pride that's exactly what it is so it's like Sometimes people do need help, but they will sit there and cry to themselves before they ask for help because they don't want to be perceived as that person, that needy person or that weak person or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. Right. And I see that a lot. We're all I'm like that. A lot of people are like that. I don't ask for help or whatever the case is. I'll struggle. But I start as you get older, you start learning that That's listen, me too. you can't yeah, do I'm things hard-headed. all yeah. the time by yourself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to start realizing that as you get older or <laughs> one day. You're going to say, I can't always do this by myself. You have to reach out to someone. You have to have some outlet or something, right? But I feel like when you get to that point, though, I think that's where you realize that you're with the right person. When you want to be vulnerable to that person. That's like once you get a certain level of maturity, though, because, again, if you're in a situation where you're single and you wish you against the world or, you know, you and your situation, you and your family against the world, then okay, that's fine. Cause that's what you got and that's what you have to have. But mm-hmm. once you get into a situation a relationship with another person, you can't do this for everybody. You can't be three months in and go, all right, I'm going to be as emotionally available as I could possibly be for him or her because she might be the one you can't do that because mm-hmm. I, no, I don't think you can. Some people, some people can, some people get married at a couple months and Hey, if that's what y'all doing, 
congratulations and more power to you. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though like you have to wait that out because you got to really get to know this person. You have to get to know if I can give you me. Can I make myself vulnerable enough to give you all of me? Because at some point you're going to have to be vulnerable and it has to be at least one person, maybe two people that you will be like, I can lift this curtain for. That's not a situation that you do for everybody, but that's also like people these days try to just rush job the situation. You want your one-year relationship to be the same as this person in a 10-year relationship. And it's just not there. You don't have enough time. Y'all ain't been through enough shit. So like you can't can try to, uh, compare your situation to your cousins because she or he has been with this other person for years and decades and like uh, Deneen was saying on the episode again to refer back to the episode if you've been with this person since high school y'all been together for 15 20 25 years that means the same thing as Katrina being with somebody for two years like she, yeah. shouldn't, she shouldn't be comparing her situation and being like well they do it like this because y'all don't have the same situation like it took these 25 years for us to build up all of this equity with each other that we got. You can't build that up in a few months or a few years. I don't believe. Yeah, that's true. I don't think you could okay. either, to be honest. you have, Like, there's history. That's why you see a lot of... This is why in that episode two, I was saying it's hard for people to just up and leave out of a 15-year... 20-year relationship knowing someone your whole life as opposed because that's your whole life now you feel like you don't wasted your whole fucking life with this person sometimes you don't know what to do without the person after you you move on or you know it mash up or the relationship's done you like you some people can't live like that's what they're like you know what let me just try to work it out and mend it out because that's all you know that's that person is all you know before we switch this up, shout out to my man Big Dan from the BTJ podcast. They was talking about this on BTJ, and Dan was like, "Man, if we break up, where the fuck am I going? Where do I live now if I'm not with my wife?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's like facts, y'all right? talk about taking the TV in the bed. Where am I taking it? Like, I don't have nowhere for this shit to go. This is my whole life. Um. <laughs> All right, now let's switch it up a little bit. Uh, we keep referring to these episodes. Let the listeners know where can they follow y'all and where are the episodes at? Okay, so they could follow us on Instagram at Tough Talk Toronto. That's T-U-F-F, Talk Toronto. And they could find us on Spotify, um, Anchor. Katrina, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're... you're- but yeah, so you can you. follow us on those platforms <laughs> on Instagram for sure. Um, we you know we're gonna start up our lives again. We just want to keep it interactive, right? Keep it different, keep it interactive, and shout out shout out hype because he has been on the lives a few times and it was lit when he was on it. So definitely when it starts back up, you'll be the first to be on again. So gotta get that okay, going. I want I want to throw these down to Brittany and Katrina because Deneen is like the spokesperson. Deneen handles all the reads <laughs> and shit. So this goes yeah. to Brittany and Katrina. So I need both of y'all ready. Brittany, we're gonna Scared. start off with you. What is your favorite episode? <laughs> this is a nice joint. I told y'all, y'all the most downloaded episode. This is a celebration of the ladies of Tough Talk Toronto, okay? This is not it, we're in a safe place right now. I ain't doing no shit with y'all yet. Um, <laughs> Brittany, what's your favorite episode of Tough Talk Toronto? Of Tough Talk? Okay, yes. so this is this is like a throwback episode. This is when we were on YouTube. Um, it was when um, KF2. One is uh, when it was, I forgot the name of it. It was me, D, and um, Deneen. And we were talking about like our whole stories and, and. Um, oh, whole, it, over it, everything. 
yes holes over everything that was my favorite episode and then it was time between that and then no one would be when we're talking about vibrating panties <laughs> i think those are like when i'm feeling yeah this is our podcast is the latest hold up before i go to katrina this was something my this was a note in my head uh Deneen, what mm-hmm. the hell is a nuke is that what y'all call babies up there <laughs> A nuke? Uh, is that, what? Is that what you were saying? When did I say that? <laughs> on the, on the episode when you were talking about your husband cheated on you and he has a nuke or a nick or something like that. What the fuck is that? A nick? Uh, you? A neonate? No. You, have, you know what you have to do? You have to, come, you have to tell me exactly where that was and I'll let you know what it is. Cause I don't right, know. Copy that. Yeah, because you said it like three times and I'm like, what the fuck? They got new names for babies up there? Oh, a youth. A youth. Youth. Okay. Youth. Yeah. Okay. Youth. My bad. Why nuclear bombs? Like what? Oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm like, what? But yeah, Y U T E. You. You. For my American. That's what y'all people? call babies up there. It's yeah. a slang for youth. So anybody that's yeah. a young child. Oh, yeah. okay. Copy that. See, I wasn't hip. I wasn't up on my downtown Toronto. Uh, <laughs> Hogtie at the uh, <laughs> farmer's market situation. Not so, hogtie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Same question to you, Katrina. What's your favorite episode of Tough Talk? My favorite episode. Uh, I think it was the early '40s. Um, we were talking about. Um, I think Matt was on our episode. Shout out to the Matt Alexander podcast. Oh my gosh, um, Katrina. We were talking about. Don't tell me what you're gonna talk about. Yeah, it's labeled dutty skin. And just talking about um, oh my gosh. the celebrities. It's gonna trigger the knee. So this is about the shower situation. Yes, that okay, Deneen copy. can go over a couple of days without showering. That's what she was saying. Deneen. No, I did not say that. <laughs> she didn't say a couple of days. Yeah, I got you, Deneen. Yeah, I got you, Deneen. But yeah. that that episode, I think it was the funniest episode for me. And um I listen, I go back and listen to it all the time and just crack up. Yeah, I, I hit the name after that episode and I told her I said, nah, man, I had a night or two, you know, where you was too on to get in that shower. Yeah. I ain't gotta I be to work till tomorrow. Oh my so. gosh. What did I tell you? I said these were the cleanest people ever. I was blessed to be in the call with three of the cleanest, perfect people. I had your back, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was hilarious though. I like that one. That should be a pool one day. On the on the ground, you know? What you mean? But, uh, one tough, day. Tough, you put that up, pool. put that up right now. I don't put that up right now. <laughs> you you your skin every day or no? That's the that's the party festival. I mean, it, yeah, now that I'm grown, but you're talking like 21, like you know, you was I said from night. 19, from 19 since you turned an adult till now, to your age now. So you know what I mean? As you yeah, get listen. older, you're clean. Like I have to, I have to wake up and be like I, I can't be. My like, birthday I don't feel is good. on the first, and I remember I was drunk till about the fourth one year. Now I ain't gonna say I didn't take a shower. From the first time. to the fourth, you were I, drunk. That hangover was mean, girl. Okay. <laughs> How girl, old were you? Like in your early twenties? Yeah, twenty, twenty actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. I, I haven't I haven't lived that life before yet. I mean, you know, that was back in my younger days, you know, it was back when I was backsliding. Um, but <laughs> shout out to the ladies at Tough Talk Toronto. I appreciate y'all coming on for your second appearance on the podcast. Uh, let the listeners know one more time where they can follow y'all at. Follow us at, um, why did I talk like that? Follow us at, 
Um, follow us at Tough Talk Toronto on Instagram, T-U-F-F, Talk Toronto. And if you want to catch us on our podcast on any platforms of music, <laughs> um, you can find us on Spotify and just type in Tough Talk Toronto and yeah, check us out. Correction, Sorry, correction. Wait one second. Uh-oh. I need to correct that. These are on, these are the platforms you can follow us on. Spotify, Apple is included, Overcast, and the web browser. So just type in Anchor, and you can follow us on there and listen to our episodes. Shout out to the ladies of Tough Talk Toronto. Shout out to Canada. And that's episode 35. We are out. Get out.